I'm Risa Williams, and this is the Motivation Mindset. Today, we have a special segment called the Time Lab, where listeners from the show test out tools from previous episodes. Today, Dulce Yamanaka, a copywriter and graphic designer, and Jalissa Padilla, an archivist and aspiring filmmaker, are joining me today to test out journaling tools that we discussed in episode two with Mike Sonskin. The first tool is called Morning Pages, and the second tool is called the Appreciation Journal. Morning Pages is a term coined by Julia Cameron in her popular book, The Artist's Way. She suggests that every morning you schedule a time to let yourself write whatever you want. According to Cameron, there is no wrong way to do morning pages. They are a bedrock tool of creative recovery and should be three pages about absolutely anything. In the Ultimate Anxiety Toolkit, I write about keeping an appreciation journal. It can be helpful to keep different journals for different things. For this particular journal, it's really only for writing a daily list of things you appreciate in. This is a form of what's called bullet journaling, where you just write a bullet list with a few short phrases or sentences each day. As a nightly practice before bed, try to write five or more things that you appreciated from your day. So today on the Time Lab, we're testing morning pages in the morning and the appreciation journal at night. I gave these two tools to Dulcie and Delissa, and let's see how they did. So Dulcie, walk me through how the process went for you to try. Yeah, so I'm not really used to journaling. And frankly, like for me, it's kind of hard to put my emotions down on paper just because like I'm very like up in my head a lot of the times. Instead of writing about my feelings, I found it more natural to write about what I should do for the day to feel the most productive. Um, And so like I turned my daily journal into a to-do list. Um, So things like I have to do an animation, I have to edit this book. I want to draw, have some time to draw. I have Mm -hmm. to, you know, clean the house, wash clothes, et cetera. And then looking at this and then going through my day doing this kind of helped me stay on track. So maybe it was a good way to like fine tune your attention and get you focused on what you needed to do next, because for your job, you have to do a lot of detail oriented, going through pages, editing, scanning for mistakes and that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. I, I actually did feel like really productive doing this and it kind of made me feel determined because like, you just want to like check off things off the list and you want to keep going keep that momentum and so like after I finish that I have enough energy to like want to clean the house and want to wash my clothes and you know want to take the pets out for a walk and like you just kind of like you want to get like the ball moving and like keep rolling so I really thought that was helpful so have you used journaling at other periods of your life because often when I suggest journaling to people it conjures up this diary writing where you're like furiously writing your emotions that maybe a lot of us did at high school. And sometimes people have kind of a negative association with that. Like, "Ah, I kind of don't want to go back and use journaling in that way. But this is a way to think about journaling as pretty much anything your brain wants to dump on paper, right? (laughs) Is okay to do. So can you relate to that at all? Did you ever use journaling like that in the past? 
No, not really. I'm just like not the type to write emotions down on paper. I think like my biggest fear is like, what if I'm complaining about something so small and then it lands in like the wrong hands and then like someone can read through everything that I'm going through. I think like that's why I I don't really journal like that. Um, yeah. And I, I think just, that's where lots of people get blocked is a general sense yeah. of paranoia. <laughs> Someone paranoia, will look at it. Like, yeah. It's like, a. I mean, I know that like when we were kids, there would be like journal, like the diaries with the locks and stuff, but like as an adult, you know, people <laughs> use a regular notebook and like they're the most vulnerable in these notebooks. So yeah. I think that would be like my fear is to have someone like read through my emotions and my experiences and then just like being exposed. Yeah. And then you closed off the day with the appreciation journal. So for the the things that I was really grateful for were also based on my daily situation. So like the other day it would be um, like my dog that I'm watching uh, for he woke up like super early, like at 8 a.m. Um, and in my head, I thought, you know, why would this dog wake me up so early? I'm still so sleepy. Um, but then like when I took him out, it was actually perfect because there were no other dogs around and it was so quiet and there was the sun really hadn't like come up that much in the apartment complex that I live in mm-hmm. and everything kind of like it turned into like a really nice walk a calm walk where I didn't have to worry about any squirrels, any other dogs that this dog would go crazy for. Um, So it was like, it was a nice walk for him, but also like a nice calming walk for me. And so I think that also helped with how productive I was throughout that day. And so did you write, I had a nice walk with my dog on that day. And you know, when you're describing it, what's interesting to me is that I think when we write stuff down, and I know they've done neuroscience studies to back this up, that we retain that memory better. So when you were just describing like how the sun came out and it was a nice day, you had so many vivid details. And I'm wondering if maybe having to record it cemented that memory a little more. I think it really did because I literally wrote that like you know, everything like kind of worked out. Another thing that I wrote down was that I left my dog or my sister's dog out in the balcony. And there was like a really pretty dragonfly that just like flew outside the balcony for like a good hour. And it was like no other bug or bird has ever like flown outside for that long. So then you know, I was like, maybe I should take my work outside the balcony and work out on the balcony. <laughs> and you know, that worked out too, because it's like, now I realize that outside of our home, there's an olive tree, which is like super cool. Like I wouldn't have known that if I didn't like take a closer look at it. And like, it just kind of made me appreciate like the little things. So the grateful section of the journaling, like really, like I almost like, I really felt for the day, like it was a good way to close the day. Yeah. And they say when we practice feeling appreciation, we're releasing oxytocin in our brains, which is the love chemical. So often Mm -hmm. people think, oh, you know, we only feel it when we're in love with someone. But we Mm -hmm. also feel it when we're in love with things, when we're appreciating things. And it's this little way to get your brain to go there. It's also extremely helpful, they say, for your sleep. 
to put your mind in that kind of calm, soothed, loving state, it's going to improve possibly your sleep as well, you know, or the going to sleep process. Yes. So I, I did you find that? Yeah, because it's like, um, okay, so like before I did this journaling, before it would be me working at night and then going to bed like right after I close my laptop. And so like your mind doesn't really have a chance to slow down or to rest a bit before like going to bed. So your mind is still like awake. Um, so taking the time to like write down everything that I'm grateful for, everything that I appreciated throughout my day was a really good way to like transition my brain from working to relaxing resting yeah Yeah. there's a tool in my book called the day bookends which is exactly that how can we structure our day with some kind of ritual so that we can feel calm going into the day and feel calm coming out of the day and it sounds like this worked in some ways for you so would you continue either one of these again oh absolutely I think for me I found more of a connection with the grateful section Mm -hmm. because it's like like I didn't really like, you know, when you don't write things down, they just kind of like stay in your mind and then they kind of get clouded throughout the week, throughout the day. And then you forget about it eventually. But then like when you write it down and you actually like review the day and review, okay, the little things that you went through, you're kind of like, huh, like I can now like go back time travel back into that moment and then feel that same appreciation in that moment that I experienced. So I felt more of a connection with the nighttime journaling and I, it probably shows that I have to do that a lot more. That's great. I like how you said that. I like how you describe it as time traveling back to a pleasant moment. And then you get to relive that brain boost all over again. Jalissa, you also tried this. You did the morning pages and then you did the appreciation journal and you did it for a few days in a row. Tell me what that experience was like for you to do. Yeah. So when I first um, started it, I honestly had no idea kind of how to work <laughs> out my thoughts. Yeah. It's, it's one of those things where when you're kind of forced to do something, you don't know how to start it, but when you kind of just relax a little and, and start doing whatever comes off your mind, it just comes naturally. Yeah. So that's kind of how it started out when I was doing the first day. Um, it was in the morning and I'm like, okay, what, what am I anticipating for today? So that's kind of like, okay, that's how I started. And then first I started, once I wrote that down, I started writing out my feelings that I thought about it. And so it started going towards more from to-do list kind of what am I anticipating in the day and then it transformed oh what I thought about yesterday it's kind of reflecting on the day prior rather than that morning what I'm feeling or what's going to happen Uh so the only way you can internalize and understand the world around you is just Uh kind of expressing and reflecting what is happening and that's when you're only going to understand and learn from others and people so whenever I write these kind of thoughts myself down it's not I'm not only learning what's happening throughout the day, I'm kind of learning, oh, how it's affecting me. Sometimes keeping journals is just showing you that, showing you your own journey and giving you a greater understanding of yourself and and your own personal strengths too. Yeah. Not only that, but you don't have somebody 24 seven to talk to. So a journal is another 
person, quote unquote, you can talk to and reflect your <laughs> thoughts and your feelings. And then when you kind of let it out, you feel better. You're like, oh, I let, it's like I'm talking to a friend in a way, yeah. even though obviously the inanimate object, they're not saying it's replacing a human. <laughs> but it being. is a way of befriending yourself. Uh-huh. It is a way of turning. You can use it as a way to see yourself in a kinder light and become more friendly with those parts of yourself too. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So it can help us with self-expression and communication. So I know you tried the appreciation journal and you said it came really easily to you. I know that you tend to be a very optimistic, happy person, right? Yeah. So when it came to the, to the gratitude uh, portion of the journal, as you said, it did come rather easy for me because I'm, I've, I've always been the kind of person that I never dwelled on anything negative for too long. Mm-hmm. Obviously it's everybody will have those sad or upset feelings, but there's no use crying over spilled milk as I, as I like to say. And so every time I always think of a bad thought, I always try to counteract it with like two more positive thoughts. There's a lot of times where I just think even like smaller examples, mm-hmm. for, like even me speaking to you in this computer, that is a privilege in a way because not everybody has a computer, for example, or they don't have accessible internet as easily. Like they have to go to their local library rather than having, those are little things that people don't think about, but I like to have them always in my mind just to keep me upbeat and just to be like, oh, I am in a good position despite me complaining about things. (laughs) Right. So when you sat down to do the appreciation journal, these things kind of came naturally to you because you teach yourself to think like that throughout Mm -hmm. the day. And lots of people I meet who are natural optimists will tell me the same thing, that if you ask them what their internal process is, it's like what we were talking about before with cognitive reframing. They will naturally cognitively reframe a negative situation and try to see the bright side or try to see the silver lining. So appreciating things at night in a list form is just another way to remember how to do that and to cement it in your brain and to retain those positive memories from the day. So Delissa, you wrote about a lot of things you were grateful for. Did anything come up that you didn't expect when you had to do the assignment? Trying to figure out like five things different each day because I wasn't trying to put the same things. Yeah. I guess that could have been the biggest challenge. But again, if you really thought hard enough, there's always something different. Like even having that fresh cold water is a good thing to put because there are all these things that make life so convenient. We just have to look around and remember them. Yeah. I'm not saying that there's not good, as I said, sad things that happen or horrible things or unfortunate things that happen, but that's also what the, 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 the morning journal is also for too. You, you uh, let it out, but internalize mm-hmm. it and reflect it in your journal. And then once you pass it and you learn that lesson, that could eventually transform into, oh, I'm grateful that I experienced that. So I learned lessons to not let it happen again or to know how to deal with it next time when it does happen. Yeah. So would you use these going forward? Do you think you're going to keep using them every day? Yeah, definitely. Because sometimes when you're typing things, I feel I'm I'm very old school in that way where I like to write in pencil paper rather than always typing everything out just to also give my eyes a break from screen. Well, they have done studies that show using your hand to write, whether it's drawing or journaling, 
is a different part of your brain than typing or even using a tablet. So yeah. when you're writing, some some of us learned this in school about ourselves, that if we wrote notes by hand, we remembered it better. There's actually proof yeah. that that's true. So if you're using this journaling as a way to retain history, record history, also as a way to train yourself to kind of connect with feelings more, possibly using a pen and paper is a good way to go because it'll activate mm-hmm. different parts of your brain. That's why I like to continue with the journal on paper, especially since it does help me reflect and it keeps me positive knowing I have all these things to be grateful for in my life. It's good to have them like in a one. And I just put, I just put out like on a simple little Hello Kitty little notepad right here. So <laughs> whatever you can do to make the ritual work better for you, will make it a daily habit that you can use. So thank you guys so much for joining me. I really enjoyed your insight. I hope you got something out of this assignment and I hope you'll come back and test some more tools in the future. Do you think you'd be up for that? Yeah, I would. Absolutely. Okay. Thanks so much for joining me today. Thank you. Join me next time on the Time Lab when we test out the task intensity meter discussed in episodes three and four. If you're enjoying these Time Lab episodes, come try it out for yourself in my upcoming Time Tools workshop. Each week, workshop participants will learn how to use two tools and will try them out weekly over the course of a month. You'll get a lot of feedback from me and a lot of positive support along the way. Please visit RisaWilliams.com or at Therapy for more info. I'm Risa Williams and we're out of time. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.